Now it's just a few weeks till the end of school. What should a substitute teacher be doing? What should a teacher be doing? Let's talk about it. Man, oh man, as I record this, on Sunday, we are just a couple of weeks from the end of school. How in the world did it go so fast? We all have a to-do list to do right now. We got two weeks to kind of clean things up. I won't even remind you of the book that says, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Your Anger. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Maybe you can think of some things that you need to kind of patch up before you get out of there. We'll start from the substitute teacher side first. I will tell you just from a professional standpoint, let's talk about that. And then we'll talk about how you should really interact with teachers as you're heading down the stretch run here. I will tell you, I know that Substitute teachers are back in high demand. Now, you could have an attitude about it. You could go in there and say, you need me. I can do pretty much anything I want. Obviously, that's not the right attitude. Or you can realize that you can be a little bit more selective, use it from a positive standpoint. Either way, there's a lot of things that we need to talk about to get things going as we're winding down the process. Now, the first thing I'll say, if you've got a specialty, like with me, it's math, I will substitute teach anything. But as a, for instance, I was told today that I might have an opportunity at a school in November for a two-month long-term sub-role. There are two teachers that are going to be off at virtually the same time. And they actually told me, do I have a preference? And, of course, I said math. And if you've got a specialty in that regard, don't emphasize it so much that they don't think you can do anything else. But just say things like, yes, I'm, I'm, a, I'm pretty good at math. I like teaching everything. But, I, you know, math is my wheelhouse. And just let those teachers know that you would love to be their math teacher as things go forward. So just start dropping some hints. Now, when I say that, don't suck up to the teachers. That makes it worse. Now, here's my own personal opinion. And one part of this, I actually think the majority of you are probably going to disagree with me. But You're not going to disagree that don't suck up to the teachers. It makes you look desperate. You know, I ran into a substitute teacher one time. She was extremely nice. She was nice to me. She just kind of went a little bit too sugar-coated in her attitude because it became obvious to the teachers that she was doing things that were a little bit bizarre, trying to win them over. She actually attended an event for that was really meant for teachers, and she kind of looked out of place, but she thought that would make them think how much 
She is into teaching at that school. She's a great substitute teacher. That didn't have anything to do with it. But we don't want to do things that will make us appear desperate. Now, I'm going to remind you that when I substituted for the first time in November of 2018, it was for a teacher who, very good friend of mine now, it was a teacher who had had two days off, and I found her opening on the second day, which means, obviously, there was a different substitute teacher in there the day before that. I just happened to click my button fast enough to get in the second day. I guess she had posted it. Maybe she was sick. I can't remember and wasn't sure if she'd be back that second day or not. So I got the second day. Well, I walked in there and I see a nice typed up, almost like a resume from the previous substitute teacher and a business card. And I'm thinking, man, I am so out of place. I don't have any of that stuff. I'm not going to be any good at this. I'll go on to tell you that before it was over, those students were telling me, we sure hope you come back, Mr. Collins. We like the way you treat us. We like the stories you tell us. We'll talk about some of that here in a minute, but I was going to say this about business cards. Disagree with me. I don't care. I mean, I care, but... I'm not going to change my mind, and I don't want you to change your mind, but I think business cards are desperate. I think they come across so strongly to a teacher that it almost turns them off rather than turning them on. So I would recommend instead of leaving business cards, do a nice handwritten note that includes your phone number. Put down the good stuff. We'll talk about good stuff here in a minute. But first thing I would do as you head down the stretch these last few weeks of school, don't suck up to the teachers, but just kind of casually mention, I've really enjoyed my time here. Please keep me in mind as the summer progresses, which, by the way, I'll talk about, I'll give you some reminders about Frontline Don't ignore Frontline during the summer because I know teachers are already scheduling workshops they have to go to when the fall semester starts. Why not go ahead and sign up for those? That would be a perfect opportunity for you to go ahead, get your name out to them, and be in good shape as the year goes on. Now, this next one, we've just finished... By the time you listen to this, we've just finished uh, Teacher's Appreciation Week. This particular recording drops on Sunday, May 9th. So we've done some testing, and we've also done Teacher Appreciation Week, and the school treated us very nicely. You know, sometimes, and you've got the majority of the teachers that are real nice about it, but you've got some on both extremes that I've seen at various different schools Sometimes during Teacher Appreciation Week, if you ask them if they feel appreciated, it really doesn't matter what you do to them nicely, they are still going to say that they're not appreciated. On the opposite extreme, you got some of the people that are extremely positive. I I actually lean in that direction myself, and it doesn't matter what you do to them negatively. They stay positive about it. 
the majority of the substitute teachers and the teachers are somewhere in between. And as we talk about this, I will say this. As a substitute teacher especially, be positive all the time and don't fake it. Just get it into your personality. I'm going to be positive and give them positive results. Now, I just told you about leaving your number for the teachers handwritten with some positive notes. I'll say it like this. Sometimes you just have to share some negative things. I understand that. But to build relationships with the teachers, what I've found that works best over the last three years is to make sure you follow their directions so that the kids get their work done and make sure when you leave feedback for them to see the next morning that at least the positive outweighs the negative. You know you, you know this. Now, I've been in a long-term role all this year, but back before that, I would, unless there was some kind of discipline issue that had to be taken care of, I very rarely left any negative comments. They were pretty much all positive. I found positive things in each student, and I, I still try to do that. I, I think I had so many things shared with me this week during Teacher Appreciation Week, including homemade thank you cards from the students that they made in one class, gifts like treats and that kind of thing that some of the te- that stu- some of the students had given me. And I think it's because that even when they do something negative, they know I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm going to give them another chance to improve themselves. I had a situation this week where I actually had to escort a student to the office. And the next day, because I had had him several times, he still came right up to me and we talked and We both realized that situation was over, and I didn't want him to worry about it anymore, and we just moved on from there. So build relationships with your teachers. Tie up any loose ends these last few weeks. If for some reason you think you might have made somebody, maybe not angry, but just kind of rubbed them the wrong way, well, don't artificially patch it up, but Say to the teacher, I wish I had a, I had done this better. Do you have any suggestions for me? Ask them what their suggestions would be to you. And you know what's going to happen? A lot of those teachers are going to say, they're going to tell you. And then a lot of them will actually say, what do you have for me? What can I do for you that makes your job as a substitute teacher easier. And it will be a building relationship for both of you. So build relationships with the teachers, follow their directions to make sure the work gets done, and make sure your positive feedback outweighs the negative. Now, this next one's easy to me for me because I'm an official, but I go to a lot of extracurricular activities because of that. But show up at a couple. You don't have to show up at a ball game or an academic meet or whatever it may be and sit right in the middle of all the teachers. Just show up and watch it. You don't have to smooze them or anything. You just be there at the activity. The teachers are going to recognize you and say, hey, they came to one of our activities. That was kind of nice. 
It's just a little feather in your cap. That's something that you can do. Surely you can find one night where you went out of your way to find the activity schedule. You knew when something was going on and you showed up. And I think, you know, we're finally getting, I know in the state of Kentucky, as far as open events, we are allowed now to remove our mask for outside activities. After you know the COVID protocol, we can take our mask off outside on events that have 1,000 people or less, which is most of the high school events and middle school events still. So we can do that. So it makes it a little bit, you can talk to your neighbor a little bit easier and that kind of thing. So show up to some of their extracurricular activities. You're going to enjoy it, first of all. There's nothing like seeing the students you've just taught participate in an activity of some other type. You might have taught them math. Go watch them play basketball. You can even joke with them the next time you have a math class. You know, every every time you scored a basket, it went up either one, two, or three points. Let's talk about the math ramifications. Let's do some multiplication and see how many points you could set as a goal each time you go out. So show up at their extracurricular activities. I know they're going to appreciate you for that. Here's another one that you really should have been doing all along, but you've still got two weeks. Guys, build relationships with those students. Over the next two weeks, share with them what you're doing. Share with them what you'll be, you know, activities you'll be in during the summer. But then, most importantly, turn around. Find out what activities they're going to be doing in the summer. I know one of my students was born in a foreign country. He's returning to that country during the summer, and I let him talk about it a little bit in class Kids love it when you let them talk about things like that. So build relationship with the students. It's still not too late. I hope, I really hope that you're not one of those teachers that you think whatever you says goes, period, and you never try to see the sometimes the way that comes across to the student. Now, we can't baby them, but still, we also can't know what they've got going on in their life, what they've got going on at home, just the various different things. So you have to be sympathetic to that. I'm not going to share the same story I did about, I'll do, you know, just quickly, the a student that was sometimes rough in class. I knew the background that he had gone through. And by the time I had him the next year, he was one of the smartest kids around and helped me in class. And I want to say I played a role in that. So always build relationships with those students. I know I have the teacher appreciation gifts that were made for me and that were given to me this week shows that. I think I had three students this week come up to me individually and say, Mr. Collins, can I tell you something? Will you keep it a secret? And of course I would. Boy, do not violate their confidence, man. And and don't violate anyone's confidence, but I don't care what the secret is unless it is some kind of dangerous situation, of course. I've never been put in that situation. But keep their secret. Don't go to another substitute or another teacher and say, you won't believe what Johnny told me today, and then violate their confidence. If you had spent the entire year building a good relationship with that student, 
you have lost it just in a snap of a finger. So build those relationships, solidify them these last couple of weeks, do some things to let them participate maybe more freely than you've set it up in the past so that they can have a big part of class. They can talk to you more freely and they can share stories with you. You can share stories with them. By all means, make it sincere. Don't come across like you're just going through the motions. Don't suck up to the kids either. I told you not to suck up to the teachers. Don't suck up to the kids because they can tell. They can probably tell easier than the teachers can, okay? Now, let's talk about Frontline. I have, we've had episodes just about Frontline. I'm going to call it today, work on your pounce ability these last couple of weeks. Get into Frontline every day, even if you already have a job for the day. Get in there. You can still see sub-openings, even if you've already accepted one. I recommend the Frontline app now, and I will call it Pounceability. If you don't have a sub-job yet, practice how quickly you can pounce on a job as soon as it comes out. Even if you don't really want that job, turn it back in right away. I'm sorry, guys. Teachers, if you disagree that that's not a good way to do it, I'm sorry, If there's lots of openings out there, I take the first one I see first, and then if I see one I like better, I'll drop that first one and I'll pick up that one. So that's just the way it works. So work on your pounce ability with Frontline, and you'll be glad you did. Get used to the intricacies of that system. Make sure you know how to turn your notifications on. Make sure you turn on the sound of your notifications Will they sometimes go off in the middle of the night? Absolutely, because if a teacher wakes up at 2 o'clock in the morning and decides at that time that they're already too sick to make it in the next day, they're probably going to post their opening right then so that they can go back to sleep and rest. So I'll be honest, I'll leave my notifications on. If I don't have a job yet, I'm not that crazy about waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning, but it There's a trade-off there. If you want the job bad enough, you'll do that. If you would rather just wait until, you know, a little bit later in the morning, well, that's okay. Flip your switch on your smartphone and silence it. If if the vibration wakes you up, accept your job, go back to sleep. I've, I've done that many times. It actually makes me sleep better because I know I've got somewhere to go that next morning. So, Practice your pounce ability on Frontline. Guys, I alluded to this at the beginning. Always express thanks to the teachers for letting you sub for them, not in a hokey way, in a sincere way. Do some specific homework for yourself so that you know exactly what to say. If you just walk in and say, thanks, I really enjoyed subbing for you today, and you walk out, Well, they're not going to remember that. If you walk in there and say, boy, I really enjoyed during second period when I was able to share this story that went right in with what we were teaching, they will remember that. That will stick in their brain, and they'll say, oh, yeah, I remember when this substitute talked about that. I think the kids like them. So express thanks to the teachers. Do it in a sincere way. Don't act like you're doing them a favor. Like I said before, right now we've kind of switched there for a while. It was hard to get a substitute opening. Now it's hard to find enough substitute of the teacher. So 
But don't act like you're doing them a favor because that's not going to last that way to forever. I hope that when we get back to August of 2021 that we're about as normal as we can possibly be given the two years that we've just come through. So don't act like you're doing them a favor. As far as teachers go, I'll just share a couple of thoughts for teachers because I know there's some teachers that listen to this too, not just substitute teachers. Guys, what makes our job, I don't want to say easier because I don't think it's ever easy. It's not easy being a teacher, but the notes you leave for us, we want to do a good job. We don't want to things left up to our imagination any more than they have to be if you can get into the habit of just a couple of one-liners. I know some of you leave attachments. I'm always thankful for that. But when you load your absence on Frontline, you can leave attachments. You can leave notes. That's much easier for us. It's much more mind-setting for us if we can see those notes as soon as we accept your job. Maybe it's just the topic. Maybe if you say we're doing geometry and we're doing triangles tomorrow. Well, you know, that's not the specific notes, but at least I know what I need to look for before tomorrow if I want to be prepared for your class. We want to be prepared for your class. So if you could do that for us, we'd appreciate it. And as always, share with us. If we've done something wrong, especially let us know in a productive way so that, and substitutes don't don't get upset when a teacher says, would you, next time you're here, could you do this instead? It's not a criticism. That's just saying, I think this will work better. That is the, the voice of an experienced teacher talking to you. So there's no reason to take that personally. So make it a building process. Teachers, share with us what you need. If you think a substitute teacher did a lousy job, well, maybe you're just not going to hire them back. You're probably not going to tell them they did lousy, but be be constructive. Be positive with us, and we'll try our best to be positive with you. So, teachers, if you could share those with us, we would appreciate it. I know for a fact, guys, and I'll say this to teachers and substitute teachers alike, those kids share with teachers what you have done for them. If they thought you were a lousy substitute teacher, they might, they might tell the teacher to their face that. They might speak to their friends, and the teachers overhear them in the hallway. So, Work on building relationship with those students. And I know this too, guys. I've heard, I don't know why, but but students will come up to me and share thoughts about a teacher. And of course, I try to stay neutral because I love all the teachers I've worked with, and they've all got their strong points in their own ways. Even when I hear criticism about them, I'll try to turn it into positive and you know, ask the student if they can at least find a positive thing or two they can say about that teacher. And usually it works out okay and we grow through that process and we're good. So guys, two more weeks of school in our our area. Some of you have more, some of you might have less, but as much as we put these kids through with COVID and with testing 
And with virtual learning, all that kind of stuff, give those kids a break, man. Treat them nicely. Do it because you want to come back, but do it because you really want to build a sincere relationship with them and a sincere relationship with the teacher. That is your to-do list. You've got two or three more weeks to do it. Tie up any loose ends. End on positive notes. Make sure that when you leave that school and sub for the last time for the year, that they remember you in a positive way, and they're going to look forward to having you back when the school year starts. Okay? So, not much more left in the school year. I gave a little survey to students. I think during the summer months when school's not going on, I thought I would find out how many students would be willing to let me Zoom interview even during their summer break. And I was astounded. It was like 80% of them. So many that there's no way I can get to all of them. I'm sorry, guys, but we will have a series of about 10 weeks where we would just be interviewing those students. And we'll be specific. We'll talk about some of the things I just mentioned so that we can build relationships with the students. So until next week, end of year to-do list. I'm out of here. We'll see you another time. Music provided by Ben Sound.